Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. I was terribly frustrated. There was nobody to talk real spiritual stuff with. And, and while Deb and Jeannie you know, are fabulous for that, it felt to me as though a larger group would, would, would help all of us to sort of grow even more. So uh, putting this circle together or circles together uh, is, is very selfish of me because I am actually learning so much from the whole process that it's, it's profound. One of the things that, that has become really, really clear to me is though, though many people uh, say that they are a spiritual light worker, or a spiritual this or a spiritual that, or they are, they are walking a spiritual pathway, I'm not really sure all of us really are coming from the same definition of the word. And, and, and I, I've been trying to figure out a way to get across at least my perception of the word and how I've utilized it in, in my long life um, to get to where I am today. And spirituality is not really something you think. So many people feel that, that they meditate and they pray and therefore that makes them spiritual. And um, what, what I am coming to realize is that, that that's not the true meaning of being a spiritual person. You're thinking something. You're praying. You're 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 um, you're you're putting your energy out there, asking for stuff. But spirituality, true spirituality, is not a thought. It is an action. So that so that you are not not if you're sitting and meditating and praying, you know, 12 hours a day, you're not being spiritual. Um, you're 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 trying to do something, but but you're not actually being a spiritual person. You're not on a spiritual pathway. You're sitting in place asking. And the reality is that the, the person or the thing that you are praying to um, or asking of is, is a part of you. So that basically it's more important to get in touch with that spirit within you to work together to make your lifetime, your life, this lifetime, this journey a better, more bountiful one. Spirituality is an action. It's 
a practice. It's not a philosophy. You don't think. You are. There's a big difference. I can sit and I can pray for hours and hours or, and or meditate and then go out and not treat people well. And, but say I'm a spiritual person because I've spent so much time in prayer and in meditation. So basically what I'm trying to say to you is being on a spiritual journey, being a spiritual entity, um, we're all spiritual energy and entity. We all have a, a fragment of that spiritual etheric energy that created us. We, we, we're all spiritual beings. But to be on a spiritual journey means you're practicing the spiritual concepts that you carry within you. So, so it, it's, you know, trying to wrap minds around this is, is, is really, um, it's tough. It's tough for all of us because, frankly, I took classes in spiritual development and I thought that made me spiritual. And the reality is um, I was wrong. But, but you, do, you do live and you do learn. Um, you know, everybody has their own definition of spirituality and, and how they think they should practice. And, and, and it, it's, it's wonderful to get together so we can compare notes, so we can kind of figure out what fits perfectly for us because each of us are unique. Each of us are very, very different. And we all have our own inner truths that we have learned, that we have, we have sort of put together uh, all of our lifetime from, from birth to now. And those inner truths are, are what we're basing everything on. And as we grow, they're supposed to expand. They're supposed to you know, broaden. They're supposed to evolve as the spirit within us evolves as well. And so what, what the purpose of this circle is for all of us to share our, our, our inner philosophies and, and to sort of help everybody grow in the process. Uh, the wonderful thing about a development circle, especially when it's spirituality, which is a philosophy, is that nobody is wrong and nobody is right. They're just different ways of looking at a concept. So, so for those of you that, that you know, are are hesitant to put your two cents in, please don't be, because nobody's wrong. You can't be wrong in this. It's impossible to be wrong, unless, of course, you start talking baseball or football and we're talking, and the rest of us are talking spiritual development. Then maybe you have to change the channel you're on for a minute. But, but other than that, everybody's opinion, everybody's thoughts, everybody's philosophies are absolutely welcome and important because when you have a philosophy internally and you keep it there, it, it, it can't grow. It can't do anything. It just is there. And if you are practicing that philosophy, then you are becoming more spiritual. And that's what all of us are looking for. We're looking for how do we touch into that spirit within, how do we get information from that spirit within, and how do we start to manifest the spiritual energy that we all want to be a part of into our reality, because once, you're, once you are doing that, then you're opening yourself up to be, a, to be directly link, linked more than we are at this moment in time to the element of creation, and that makes life so much richer, and it's so much more phenomenal, and it, it, it opens us up to greater potential for, in all aspects of our life. 
Um, now, I, I did I did say that you know I did mention spirit a number of times, and I think that's something else that is very important for us all to understand. Um, and and I'm going to try to go back to the time before creation to sort of give you a, an idea of and an understanding of how how big it all really is. It's not it's not as easy as saying, <clears throat> pardon me, you know. There's God and there's us, because that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Um, let's go back to the beginning. In the beginning, there was nothing. And then there was an, an energy. And I don't know where the energy came from. I'm not, I'm not um, evolved enough to understand. But I can take you back to that primal energy, that first energy that was in a void, and it was magnificent, and it was etheric. It had no form, no face, no fingers, no toes, no stomach, no nose, no nothing. It was just one great, big, energetic, wonderful, pulsating glob of energy. It had consciousness, and, and it had a consciousness that, that was profound. And so it, it began to create with that consciousness. Out of, out of nothing, etherically, it was able to form stars and suns and planets and universes and galaxies. And beyond those, even more, and beyond those, even more, and beyond those, even more. It evolved to the place, to the time, where, where as far as new things to do, it's sort of, it looked around and it wasn't, it, it wasn't, it wanted to continue, but it didn't know how. And so for a long time, it just sort of, sort of glowed there and evolved there. And then it understood that it got to a, t- a point, a time, where it needed to fragment. And so it did. And it fragmented totally. And it, 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 it I guess stardust is the best way to put it. Somebody said that last night, and I like the term. And that stardust, just it flew out all over creation or what was creation at that time. And that stardust settled in, 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 numer- in, in, in millions and billions of different places. It was, it, it, was the, it was the essence of that etheric energy that um, created everything else. And the speck was as powerful as the totality. And as those specks landed on different, different, in different atmospheres, on different planets, on different cultures, and different, uh, yeah, there were no cultures, on different planets, on different atmospheres, the etheric bodies, the etheric energies, took on bodies that were adaptable to the environment wherein they rested or they landed. So, in essence, I'm saying... Um, we were not created by a person. No one sat down and said, I'm going to create a man. We were a speck of energy that fell to earth, and our form was created by us at that time as a, as a consciousness, as an energy. We created a form wherein we could physically manifest and physically touch into the reality that we were upon. 
and some some landed in places where it was just water or whatever and and they evolved they they manifested a body that would survive in that atmosphere so those specks of the infinite that landed on the earth plane in the beginning um evolved into humans now now if this is not the natural evolution the evolution that the, the scientists you know try to shove down our throats but um but but it it was a growth process we learned what worked what didn't work and we built and rebuilt and rebuilt and rebuilt and until we came to the place where we are here at this moment in time and all of us have a spirit within us that that has the power to change our form if if it, if it was so inclined but I, I imagine it feels quite comfortable where it is now because the essence of humanity has been here for quite a while. So I, 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 not that it's a finished product, but it's a work in process. Um, and, and I don't believe that the spirit can actually go through that, that shifting of shape, although shapeshifters are out there and there may be spirits that are able to do it. But, but as, a, as a rule, the most of us aren't capable of that quite at this point in time. This energy is not located in any one particular place within our bodies. It is our bodies. It is in every single cell within our bodies. That's the infinite spirit. We are a mirror of the infinite spirit that is within us. If we were on, on in another galaxy, on another planet, we would have a form that would be appropriate, and that form would be a complete reflection of the energy within that particular form. We have an energetic field that, 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 that expands beyond us. Uh, people call it the aura. And, and that is the fact that this, this wonderful etheric body that, we're, that, that, that is riding within our, physical, our physicality um, you know, radiates beyond us. It's that great. It, it, it can't be crammed into a box, in other words. Um, now, our brain is sort of like a computer, and um, it, it's in physical form. And it, it's the logical part of the consciousness that rests within us. It's a, it's a very small part of it, to, to say the least. Um, but but the, the brain is, is just a, it's a logical function of consciousness, but it's not the total consciousness. And, and if I had to give you a percentage, I would say that 20% of the spirit is focused on keeping the brain running and the 80%, the other 80% is... is in a spiritual form, in an etheric form that is riding through this particular lifetime in this particular earth plane and, and you know, learning and growing. Um, and, and, you know, it's a segue, but, but I, have to, I have to explain something here too. Spiritually speaking, that, that, that life, that, that the essence of our life form is not in any way, shape, or form caring about the mundane reality that we are existing through, you know, the, 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 the routines that we go through day to day. The spirit um, evolving it really could care less if you do the laundry. Now, now you know, it, it is important to do laundry, otherwise you walk around naked and then you're socially unacceptable, unless you have a great body and people appreciate it, but I digress. Um, so, so that, so that you know, the greater part of the spirit that is within us is more concerned with how are we blending with humanity? How are we, 
How are we touching each other? How are we interacting with kindness, love, and generosity unconditionally um, with, with those people around us? And, and the consciousness is, is saying, you know, forget that crap. We need to earn more money. And, and there are times when the, the intellectual, rational part of us shoves the spiritual side aside, shoves the spiritual part aside and says, hey, look, we have to focus on a career. We have to earn money. Spiritual side says, yes, but we have all these talents and gifts that if you use them, you'd be able to be, you know, bountiful. You know, you describe them as passions, but they are areas where you could, you could, um, you know, you could manifest easily and happily and joyfully because you have a talent and a gift for that particular aspect. Intellectual mind says, no, it has to be a career. It has to be on this list that they gave us at school. And, and so, and so more and more we ignore the spiritual essence of ourselves and we, we function more in the physical sense because, and the materialistic sense because that makes logical sense. And the other part we can't nail down, we can't prove, we can't have lunch with. Um, it's, 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 it's a belief. It's a trust. It's a faith issue. And and for the for the most of a, for the most part, most of us, you know, have to do the mundane stuff, and then the other stuff just isn't isn't taken care of, isn't touched into. So so we have this this wonderful spirit inside of us that is that is capable. I want you to all listen and pay attention. This spirit within us created, my God. It created galaxies and suns and planets, and it's a part of us. And and if you if you really could touch totally into that part of that that's part of spirit that rests within you, you'd remember the creation of time. And and it's 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 there to be utilized this lifetime to make this lifetime a much richer place. And that's by becoming more and more aware of spirituality and how we how we utilize it within our life. So uh, so am I sitting or standing here or leaning here, whichever I happen to be doing, telling you you carry a part of the infinite, what one would call God, inside of you, and it's fully formed and, and aware and, and anxious to work with you. And, and yeah, I am. I, I'm saying that you have in you the power to create miracles um, for the right reason. I'm saying that you have the power to do so many wonderful things with the energy that you have within you if you trust yourself, if you have faith in the fact that it's there. And, you know, it's that story from the Bible, Jesus and the mustard seed. You can move mountains. You really can. Um, I want to go into also, before we go into this other stuff, um, the concept of God. Uh, God is man-made. Actually, uh, we we make gods out of things we don't understand, or out of um, things that are more powerful. Primitive man couldn't explain fire, so the gods gave us that, and so they created a god, something, someone who was omniscient, um, you know, greater than, wiser than, um, more powerful. In in reality. Um, we as humans have made it a habit of explaining the unknown with stories and creating gods out of those who are more powerful or wise. 
worshiping others who we perceive as above us in knowledge and physical abilities. Thank you. I got. I know what omnipotent is. I just can't say it. <laughs> um, the simple truth is we're all created equally. We all have the same, the same fragment, the same crystal, the same speck of the infinite inside of ourselves. And what, what happens is um, some people touch into it and use it more than others. It, it, it's accessible to everyone. All of us have the same, the same um, opportunity. Whether or not we reach for it is a whole other ball of wax. But, but we all have access to unlimited energy and wisdom, but not all you know, are, are, are willing to take that step. I, it's my feeling, my sincere feeling, that, that because you guys and last night's guys and some are overlapping, because, because you really want to understand this process, you really want to reach for that energy, you really want to share with humanity all of the wonderful stuff that we all carry within us. And it, it's, it's a matter of energy. It's, it's not magic, although we, we describe it as magic. Um, it, today people are talking, some people, not everybody, some people, um, about the extraterrestrials who were created by the same source that we were, by the way. Um, and they just took on different bodies, different shapes, different forms. Are they, are they um, greater than we are? No. Um, they may be wiser and they may have greater technology. That's because they've probably worked longer on it or, or differently. But they have the same spec inside of them that we do. And they're no different than us. Yet, in times past, when the extraterrestrials hit the planet, they were, they were called gods. They were called angels. They were called all sorts of things, but, but they were just another part of us. And, and I, I think that's one of the things that we all need to realize, that, that, that every speck of energy that was sent out, every, speck, every, every single last one of specks of that energy, of that etheric energy that was sent out, is still out there, and it's a part of us. And, and our journey is towards reuniting all the parts, and, and that means not only on this planet, but that means galactically and cosmically. So, so when we, we talk about a quote-unquote God, I, and I don't like the term God because it limits that, that creation, but you weren't created by, you are a part of. Let me say that again. You were not created by that great energy out there. You are a part of that energy. Hear me again. <laughs> it's not a god. We're a part of it. It's not to be worshipped. It's, be, it, it, it's to be revered, certainly. But, but our, our, our journey is to reunite with that energy. It's not a god. It's not to be worshipped. We, we as humans, and, and you know, I, I, I do have to talk just to human species here, when, when we see something that is more powerful, it, that we perceive it as more powerful, we make it a god and we worship it. Um, a, a, a teacher comes to the planet and is able to work miracles and is not like the rest of us. 
So first we kill it, then we worship it. But, but the speck of the infinite, the speck of creation inside all of us is exactly the same. Do we develop it or not? Our choice. Totally our choice. And the fact that you guys are sitting here listening to me says that you're, you're, you're wanting to make that choice. You just have to figure out how. So do I. But, but there, is, there, is, there are a lot of things that we can do that opens us up to the potential of tapping into that kind of an energy and, and working with it. Um, understanding the fact that, that it, you have... It's not a privilege, it's an obligation. It is an obligation. Um, and, and I'm not... I don't want to... Uh, um, I'm about to, but I don't want to. The element of religion is something that served mankind for a long time. Mankind was growing, was evolving, needed structure, needed direction, needed teaching. And in and of itself, um, gathering together and talking good works towards everybody else was a good thing. Churches have now become corporations, and they're still trying to feed us the same stories that they used 1,000, 1,500 years ago. If the churches had evolved in their perception of reality and how to use energy, we probably would, would value the religious aspects of life far more. I am not attacking religion. Religion is something, it's, 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 a, it's a philosophy, it's a belief, it's a practice. Um, and it does serve a lot of people, but it doesn't serve them totally. And spirituality and religion are not different from each other. It's just that spirituality incorporates science and it incorporates religions and it incorporates philosophy. It is, it is everything. And it, is, um, it, 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 it incorporates everything and blends it all together. Um, religion sometimes is restrictive. Um, every major religion out there is founded on the golden rule. And if every religion, every, every form of worship has at its foundation the golden rule, uh, and I'll, I'll print out for you a whole list of the different religions and everything and how they, how they, how they meld it, um, it has to make sense. So, so if kindness and love and treating others as you want to be treated yourself is the foundation of all of the major religions out there, certainly it would seem that it is also a part of walking a spiritual pathway. So, so what I'm saying is I don't want to in any way tell you you shouldn't pray because prayer is a wonderful way of talking to yourself. Prayer is a wonderful way of making a point to yourself. You have to understand you're talking to that, that, that part of the infinite that you carry within. When that energy out there fragmented, you became the carrier, spiritually speaking. So, so what we're talking about is... Um, are there hierarchies of intelligent beings out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there, are, there are cultures and civilizations and species out there 
that, that are far ahead of us. But but you don't worship them. You know, you want to learn from them, certainly, but you don't worship them. And and mankind, human humans, tend to do that. We tend to make a god of what we don't understand. God is, uh, you know, so that's why I call it infinite spirit because it is spiritual, it is a spirit, and it's infinite because you don't know how many how many specks of stardust were scattered. So we will constantly in our journeys through time, in our journeys through evolution, in our journeys towards back the source of creation, um, we'll meet up with other forms that, that have that same speck inside of them. And so uh, it's important that, that we recognize it's, it's within everybody. Now, um, I forget which culture it is. I should remember, but I'm on a roll here, so I'm not going to Google it and find out. But that term, namaste, I, bless, I, I honor the spirit within you. It's, it's a wonderful greeting and it's a wonderful farewell. I honor the spirit in you. And acknowledging and saying, I know you carry the same spirit in you that I carry within me. And, and we're both working towards getting back to the source of all creation, which is, a, which is an amazing, an amazing um, feat. Now, how do we do that? And, and, and how do we get to that place where... Um, we can really talk to the spirit within us. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to get a little irreverent here. <laughs> it, it will not be the last time, I promise you. Um, being psychic and being a medium does not mean that you're on a spiritual journey. I mean, everybody's on a spiritual journey. Everybody is learning and stuff like that. But in the terminology, that label of, of psychic and medium does not necessarily mean that that person is on a spiritual journey um, as far as their own spirituality goes. Everybody is a little bit psychic. Everybody is a little bit mediumistic. It's it's a quality that, that we all bring into every lifetime. It's an aspect that we can develop if we want to, but not by sitting in a class, not by getting a certificate that says, I spent seven weeks, two hours a week, and now I'm a psychic, or now I'm a medium. It doesn't work that way. Um, it, it, it would be nice if it did. Then, then we wouldn't be sitting here chatting like we are. Um, the reality is that, and as I said before, everybody is psychic, and everybody is, you know, has mediumistic qualities. It's just that you know you may not want to develop them, and and, and that's okay. You don't have to. <clears throat> but those who purport to have the talent and, you know, and call themselves that and serve humanity, um, if they are not on a spiritual journey, if they, they are not working on developing their spirituality, then, then they have what I would say is a very limited ability to do something. If, if you're looking for someone who is truly spiritually oriented, take a look at their life. Take a look at how they're treating other people. Take a look at how they gift other people with their time, their energy, and compassion. Take a look at their philosophy. Take a look at how they, how they give information to other people. And, and, and then make your, your choices. Be discerning. Um, there, are, there are some very religiously oriented, spiritually claimed people out there 
that don't live a spiritual life. It's, it's, it's how you live your life. It's how you walk your talk that is a determinant of whether or not you're on a, you're, you're really, you know, practicing your spirituality. And if you are, if you, if you are truly living and walking your talk, then your sensitivity to yourself and to the other people around you is going to be profoundly, profoundly better. And, and so what, what's important here is that we're always learning, that we're always growing. And, and some of us get to periods of time in our life where we figure, I'm done with school, I'm not learning anymore, and that's the moment they stop growing. Um, I'm 70 years old, I'm so new to learning that it's unbelievable, and, and I, will, I don't think a day is going to go by that I don't look for, reach for, or gather something new into my, my, um, my tool belt of spiritual philosophy. Uh, it's, it's something that is crucial that we continue to do. You can't stay in place. I have friends who are quote-unquote psychics that, that are no longer learning. It's like I can read the cards. I'm psychic. I don't need to grow anymore. And that's not right. That's not true. That's not. But, but, but then there are people that want that kind of a person, and so it's, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. Um, but because you're all sitting here and because you've taken the time out of your day to be a part of this group would suggest that you want to help yourself find uh, a greater sense of spirituality within your life. Um, and again, I'm not against prayer and meditation, but you won't get there there that way. Um, it's, it's a matter of learning how to love yourself, respect yourself, and it's a, it's a, it's a way of taking care of yourself and not letting others take advantage of you. And that doesn't mean that you carry a sword. It just means that when something doesn't fit, you don't try to make it fit. You walk away and you find somewhere where you do fit. Um, it means that somebody asked last night, they were having trouble with the, the term um, manifesting. And um, I was talking about manifesting a greater spirituality within your life. And, and basically what that truly means is not only walking your talk, but walking your philosophy. Living, living that spiritual aspect that, that you have, that is so rich within you. And the more we focus on touching into that spirit within, and we're going to talk more and more and more about um, our spirituality, I think next week we're going to be working on, you're going to love this one, the law of attraction, what they haven't told you. And, and, and how to incorporate that into your life on a spiritual level, not looking for a job or a car, but, but, but looking for the spiritual aspect of everything within life. Um, I think one of the things that is very, very important is that the spirit cannot manifest within your reality, can't take part in your reality, can't get its, its energy into aspects of its reality if you have closed down all of the spiritual channels that you have within your body. And, and so it, it's important that you have a spiritual outlet or two or three so that, so that you are opening yourself for the spiritual energy to flow through you and, and to manifest within your reality and to allow you to walk your talk and philosophy. Um, I've been very, very fortunate in that, that um, in my life I've had different things happen so that, so that at, at, at least at this point in time, 
I'm able to really focus myself in, into the the study of it and the sharing of it and um, stretching myself into it even more so than I ever did before. A lot of you have jobs. A lot of you, I'm not saying quit your jobs. I'm saying understand that that part of being spiritual is perception. And part of perception is is taking a look and understanding that you have choices. And uh, you can perceive any situation that you're, you're going through as, as a positive or as a not-so-positive. And, it, and it, it becomes what you perceive it. You have that power. You can take a disaster and you can perceive it as a disaster or you can perceive it as an amazing turning point in your life. Um, my last husband... Uh, was a wonderful man, but he died. And it was, it was amazing how in, in, in the past, if, if I had gone back 20 years, I would have probably rolled up into a little ball and said, you know, wake me in 20 years because my life is over. But because of everything that I've learned, it was, isn't it wonderful he's gone on to a better place? Isn't it wonderful that... I have the opportunity now to be able to counsel people who have lost their mate and be able to give them, um, be able to talk to them and say, I understand exactly how you feel. And so it's, it's amazing how that, that, just that perception changed the whole way I, I moved forward in time. And, and it's up to us. We have the choice, and I think that's the biggest thing that, that, you know, I really want to open you all up to. Nothing is as it seems. You can make massive changes in your life just by perceiving things in a different way. It's your choice. It's totally your choice. And to be open, to, to allow yourself to take control of situations, um, I've had times in my life where people have taken extreme advantage of me. And uh, early on in my life, when I was much younger, my way of dealing with it was getting back at them, getting even, making sure the truth was you know, told. And the reality is when I did that, I got in the way of the universe's balancing the situation out, and I, I mucked things up even worse. Um, today, well, hopefully today, um, but recently I've had that opportunity again, and instead of, you know, getting out my sword and deciding to get even, I walked away. And you know something? I felt so much better because I, I took control of my life, my situation, my direction, and I just walked away. No, I, I, did I get angry and did I yell and scream and, 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 you know, call somebody a nasty word? You betcha I did. But um, I didn't do it on the Internet, and I, you know, and I walked away. And that was a conscious choice. And we all have those moments in our life over and over and over and over. So it's really important that, that, that we consciously pay attention to how we are dealing with a, with a situation, how we are focusing ourselves, how we are moving forward through time. And if, if you're just moving forward through time, on a physical mundane level, 
then congratulations. You're moving forward on time. The spirit within you is along for the ride, and next lifetime probably it will, you'll allow it to manifest more. But when you realize there's that other part of you, when you realize that there is a greater part of you that is the higher consciousness, the part of you that has the creative magic attached to it, maybe it's time to sit down and realize that, that, that you know, if I reached for that part of life, I would be able to pull that aspect in and experience that magic as well. And I have to tell you, I promise you, it's magic. It is phenomenal to see giving unconditionally come back at you just in ways you wouldn't expect. And you don't, you don't give unconditionally to expect back, but you give unconditionally because it's fun. Um, and, and it's not being taken advantage of if, if you are releasing stuff you know, with love and, and, you know, I'm giving you this and, you know, don't argue. I had fun. It made me feel good and move on because, because in those moments, you, you know, it, it's almost like a bell goes on someplace and you don't get wings for it, please. You know, that would be nice. Uh, actually, as spirit, we don't need wings to actually fly. The physical body, um, doesn't necessarily fly, though it does levitate if we know how to do it. And we do. We know how to do a ton of this stuff. It's just a matter of not actually putting the effort forth getting there. And being spiritual doesn't mean that you have to um, sacrifice money, time, energy, or anything like that. It's how you take this physical body through this reality, how you touch the other people in your life that you touch, your responses, your actions. Spirituality is not words, it's deeds. Spirituality is action. It's, it's not sitting and learning and reading and keeping it inside of you. It's practicing it. And, and can you fly without a plane? Yes, you certainly can. But it's going to take commitment. It's going to take, to take letting go of a lot of your preconceived notions because don't forget, as we grow up, our parents, our culture, our environment, and our religion, whatever we're brought up with, has taught us certain things, that, that we are one with our physical reality. And the reality is we're not. You know, it's part of it, but it's not all of it. And we have to unlearn those untruths that we've been taught in order to accept the inner truths that are more real. It's a cool thing. Plane just landed in my house. Please excuse the noise. If we can um, awaken ourselves to the true nature of the self inside, if we can become freed from, from the fears that, that often plague us unnecessarily, we can discover an inner peace that doesn't depend upon events or circumstances in the world around us. It's a, a quiet but profound inner fulfillment. And we become less self-centered, less needy of others' approval or recognition, less focused on collecting possessions and social status. I don't know, I kind of like iPhones and stuff. Um, we can become happier, healthier, more loving people. And because of that, because of the joy that we have inside of ourselves, we, healthier is, is, is absolute because so often depression brings on dis-ease. So it, it's a matter of understanding that, that this 
journey we're, we're, we're looking to go on, to open to, to expand into, brings us, among other things, longer life. The reason that, that he, the human life expansion is, is you know, sort of stagnant where it is. Our bodies, by the way, were built, our avatars that we're riding in as a spirit, were built for about 120 years. But because of how we have allowed ourselves to be sucked so totally into the physical mundane reality, they don't last quite as long because we abuse them. And so it's important to know that, 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 that if we can get back to where we belong as far as a balance between the higher and the, low, and the lower consciousness, we'll come into a time where our body, our, 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 our time frame here on the earth plane, this lifetime, um, is greatly expanded because we will have found better truths within ourselves that, you know, that, that, we, can, that we can expand in and grow through. Um, one thing that I neglected to tell you guys about is um, if, you, if you go down to your little smiley face, that little ninja there, you know, the black ninja that's there, if you put that up in, in the chat room, we'll open your microphone so you can talk to me. I did not mean to, to, you know, be lecturing here. I was kind of waiting for somebody to decide they had something they wanted to say. Didn't tell, yeah, uh, like the, the little spy guy. If you, if you want to put that up in for demonstration purposes only, very funny. I may open your microphone anyhow. Um, I would love to hear back from you what you think about all this. I've just spouted at you for almost an hour, and I would really, really, really like to get some feedback here. Um, your, your opinions, this is a discussion uh, circle here. This is, no, 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 I'm not going to go. I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, Boatman can tell you it, it works. Um, no, this is not a lecture. This is this is a sharing. This is a sharing. And it's really important that you give back, that you put your energy out there too. I can spout at you all day, but the reality is if if you share with me, then I grow. If you put your energy out as well, I grow and you grow. So that so that, you know, let's let's be fair and let's everybody share here because it, it makes for a lot more interesting stuff and, and more exciting because, because you all carry so much, so much material, so much wisdom inside of you. Um, I, you know, to be honest, I want to I wanna take it and use it and incorporate it into mine. As you're doing with me, so too would I like to do with you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to just hop in and I'm going to open Sharon's microphone um and and you know traumatized her greatly. Hi, hi Sharon, are you there? I am here. Hi there. I warned you. Um. So, so tell me, <laughs> I, fair warning. You could you know just so you know you know not to flush a toilet or something. Um. It so so. Why are you here? I mean, what is it about a, a spiritual development circle that pulled you in? Um, well, I have been in the process of uh, finding my spirituality, um, and I really am wanting to develop whatever it is that's missing from 
my manifestation process. And I know it's all in alignment with uh, with the divine. And recently um, I've come to understand just how um, divine we all are. And, uh-huh. uh, and in one aspect that makes me <laughs> very nervous um, because there's all that potentiality right there behind it. And uh, and yet I I want it, but I don't, it, it's a matter of how do I be with that? How you know bringing it all together? That's that that's where I'm at. It 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 is overwhelming. And when you when you start to realize that that um, you know it isn't that we were created by a god, we are a part of a god. If you want to use that term, we are gods in training. We are, you know, we are fully, we are fully expressive if we if we surrender to it, but none of us are going to surrender to it. <laughs> so, so it's a matter of working in 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 cooperation with it. It is it is overwhelming because we've been taught that we are subservient to instead of a part of, and it's a new learning experience to understand that we have. Um, an awareness inside of us that we just need to awake our consciousness to, and then magic happens. Yeah, so, and uh, and and coming to realize, really, magic and miracles are just things that occur that we don't have an explanation for. But exactly. it's not it's not outside of of possibilities. Let's say it's just that we don't have the words to understand what happened sometimes. Exactly, and the 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 thing that that I think that that all of us are, are are going to wrestle with to a certain degree is that that thinking something keeps it in the mundane. Allowing and flowing with something takes it into the spiritual. So reasoning something out holds it in the in the intellectual aspect. But seeing something and knowing that it can be better or more or greater than and focusing on the greater than part allows your, allows your higher consciousness to flow with it and help you to make it happen. I mean, if you were able to wave your hand over, um, I don't know, an empty bowl and, and food would manifest, would you really care how it manifested? No. I wouldn't either. Well, some of, some of us would. Some of us would so, like to know how that is well, to explore the well, process. A lot, well, and, and a lot of us who do mediumship, and people say, how do you do that? And I always say, I haven't the faintest idea. But it just happens. I just know. I feel. And that's because I wasn't trying to think it into happening. See the difference? Right. Yes. So yes. It, oh, yeah. it's, it's learning how to trust that it can be instead of wondering if it could be. I mean, there are areas where, okay, um, I'm pretty sure I won't be this Teenage America this year. But there are other... <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure of that. But but there are other areas where it's instead of looking at, gee, I hope this could happen, I I, I am more or less saying, I know this could happen. 
and I'm not I I'm not intellectually sure how I could make it happen, but I sure as hell will allow it to happen. And yes. that leaves it that that leaves the door open. We we've got Jennifer here too. Hi Jennifer. Hi Barbara, how are you? Great. Happy to have I, another voice too. <laughs> yeah, well, I I did I'm had just told Deb I'm still not in the chat room. And I've been using my Kindle, and I was listening to um, yesterday's show, and I thought, oh, I should call in, but I thought, no, she's got some callers. And then I thought, well, I'm going to call in today. I just have to tell you, I was probably one of the first people to sign up for this, and I am just, I feel so blessed. And I, I, I just got the computer monitor out, and I said I'm definitely dropping it off tomorrow. I want to get back in the chats and stuff, but... Everything you say, oh, and you are so knowledgeable. <laughs> but last night you, well, every time you're on, you say something that just really resonates with me. But last night you were explaining to Kathleen uh, about the manifesting. And, you know, that's been weighing a lot on my mind, uh, just all the things that I've been blessed with. And that is so true, and I really hope everybody really believes in that because, oh, my God, you know, I just feel so blessed. But so this morning I got an angel message, and it was about the same thing. It was just so awesome. We won't say crazy, but it was about the same thing. And I'm like, you know, see, there you go, you know. And what you said about you know, your spirit being the one that talks to you. And I did run across this article this morning on that, too. <laughs> but it's, it's just, yeah, funny. Uh, wait till I tell you about the seagull that showed up in my yard that day. Um, but it's, this is so, and I feel so blessed. And I, and I just, I really, really do hope everybody just really, really pays attention to what's being said in here and participates and you keep doing this because this is a gift. This is a gift. It really is. And I'm just so honored to be in on this. I really am. Well, you are a great you guys, teacher. Oh, no, I, I'm No, you are, Barbara. You are. You don't give yourself enough credit. Um, well, you know something. I find that when people give themselves too much credit, they're on a pedestal. They're they're <laughs> not that of. kind. Uh, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> no, we but, won't go know, there. But <laughs> I I am just sharing what I have learned, and and it's it's you know I I think that it's very very important for all of you guys to realize that that I'm just touching into that higher consciousness. That's all I'm mm. doing. And mm-hmm. you can do the same thing, and you can bring, you know, greater perception and greater explanation into every discussion. The cool thing is when, you know, it, it's when people gather, their their energy, um, you know, really intermingles. And so, so not mm-hmm. only do I have access to your stuff, but you have access to mine. And and the cool thing is that the more we have an interaction of voices talking back and forth. Um, that that we all learn, and it's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, this is very much like when I work with another medium. When I work with another medium, our energies blend together, and we're each able to do more. And so this is what we've got going on here. This is a development circle. It means everybody's going to develop. 
And, and oh yes. It, mm-hmm. What's phenomenal is every extra voice that is put into these concepts intensifies where the wisdom goes. One right. voice is is one energy, and 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 it's a good voice. But but when there are two voices, or three voices, or four voices, the message goes further. So that so that even if all you're doing is saying, "Wow, I agree with that. I feel the same way." That's another voice. That's another energy. That's another degree of insight and, and intensity that gets sent out there. So, so for all of you, I know a lot of people are very, very nervous about actually talking on the air, and a lot of people. Not me. I, mean, <laughs> I, 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 I want you to know I put this on Facebook twice, I think, in the same day. Yes, you did. And over I saw it the first people, one. Okay, over 50 people signed up. Oh, I know. That's that's just awesome. So, but it's um, funny you should talk about the... I've been getting messages, too, a lot with the sharing of the knowledge and the wisdom and the stories. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty... We, I don't know, okay, it, awesome. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. And now, talking to you on the phone... My crown has just been tingling the whole time. I mean, I do. I feel the energy. I mean, I feel this coming on pretty strong, and it's, uh, it is. It's, it's just so cool. It is it really is. just so cool. And, 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 and I do. It's, it's, you know, there are, there's a lot of rough spots. I've gone through a lot of rough spots, and I know there's more to go through. But now I finally feel... You know, I mean, family, you know, I love my family dearly, but if they can't accept this, and that's, I, you know, I just don't know what to say. But I've got to oh, do yeah. what i got to do because this, I really am, I mean, I feel that this is going to be the happiest time of my life. Oh, absolutely. And <clears throat> the cool thing is, as soon as, I, I can promise everybody, if you know, and myself included here, however thoroughly you thought you were on a spiritual journey, if you continue getting together in a group like this, um, it will intensify greatly. I send you all out the material so that if you want to, you can take that material and form your own group. Um, and, and so that's, that's why I send the material out to you. Use it as a foundation to grow from, to learn from, to stretch from, because it's right. really important. Um, so we've got Elmar here. Elmar, are you there? Hey, Barbara, I really so much appreciate you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am not that articulate as you are, and I had few strokes when I had a car accident and this and that and a barrier, language barrier. But I would like to share with you um, that whatever I learned from my spirits here and there, um, they are, we are one of the creatures on that whole universe, and there are many others which are, which are less developed than us. And, uh, and they're coming here to learn from us. Uh, one time uh, I was in the pool, maybe like um, 12 at noon, it was the middle of the day, I was exercising in my neighbor's pool, and um, uh, I just saw two creatures came on the top of the water. They they appear. They were looking uh, a man and a woman. They had a, a hair like afro, about ten inches standing up on each around, like an aura or whatever it was. It was 
black, brown, and blue. They look like faces and skin like a bark of the trees. I draw the pictures of them, but I could never forget them. And mm-hmm. I, I, I am not afraid of anything. I think I was born that way. And uh, uh, they were looking at me, and I was trying to... I didn't get any message straight. I didn't. It was a long while, maybe two, three minutes, I, I did see them. And um, I blessed them. I simply blessed them because I thought when they came, they need some help. So I put my hands up, and I blessed them. And uh, then they disappear. And uh, I... Okay, I am breaking up. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh, I I start seeing um, in my third eye some creatures coming surrounding me, and they did not look really very nice. I mean, uh, because we are used to to the look how the cat look and lion and us. These people mm-hmm. were kind of a more ugly looking, but um, I didn't do nothing. It's just you know to scare them or whatever. But when I was asking, uh, are they, they, they trying to harm me or what, you know, that kind of a question I was asking them. And they were sending me love to my heart. And they mm-hmm. still do. And they may be more than, around, maybe a little more than a year around me. And I see them. The only problem I have with them that they little uh, cover my third eye um, because I think they don't want me to see them a lot. So my real... I, well, a, a lot of times, you know, I do, I do feel that there are international travelers, so to speak, the interdimensional travelers, and um, frankly, we're probably quite ugly to some of them. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Under, understanding that, 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 that we all have that speck of, of spiritual energy within us, if we're able to communicate, even telepathically, there is that, that, that connection there. So, um Thank you so much for sharing. I really and you know, appreciate Barbara, it. Yeah. Because we learn that way. And you know what they do else? They're sending me energy. Because I didn't know. When I catch them in my vision, they're sending me like a stream, like a bolt of... Sometimes it's a white light, white mm-hmm. cloud. Sometimes it's a black cloud. But I believe sometimes it's a blue cloud or green cloud. So, But I believe we are afraid. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, understand also that, that our perception as human beings um, is, is just that. It's just our perception. So, you know, when, when we talk white light, we mean one thing, but, but it, it quite possibly in, in, another, in another form's perception, Creation, it might yes. be something different. Yes. And, and, you know, understand, too, that... that no matter what form we're seeing, internally that speck of the infinite is there, and and so there is a recognition of a kindred spirit, and and um, I think that if we were capable of going into other dimensions, into other apps, you know, galaxies and stuff like that, um, we would at this point in time be looking for humanoid persons. We would not be looking for spiritual brothers and that could be one of the reasons why we don't go out there because we can't because on some level intellectually we've been prevented from um 
from get, getting too far off the planet, and I think maybe that's a good idea, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Our, mm-hmm. And, yeah. And, and you don't need spaceships to do that kind of traveling. All you need is that, that energy within you, that, that etheric spirit within you. That's where the real travel is. That's where the ability to touch in, into other reality, realities is. And, and I, I think that what, what most people don't understand, and I think that's, that's how interdimensional travel happens. That's how people do go um, interdimensionally. That's how they do travel. Um, it, it's not in a spaceship. It's, it's spiritually speaking, and that spirit can take on whatever form it needs to exist in whatever place it, it, it decides to go. So uh, that's the way I see travel happening in the future, learning how to actually etherically go from this body to another, um, to another place and reform in that place. There is some way. There is a way. I know because, you know, a lot of times I, I, maybe it's too much for one time, but you know what I do? I draw a picture, so I will send it to you, and you can post on your Facebook or somewhere for the other people to see. And I did have the drawing of these people, of these two creatures. I, well, they that's, didn't, that's yeah. cool. I, that, that would be great. Sure, send it to me. I'll be happy to post it. Because I did not, uh, they didn't make me feel afraid of any kind. Okay, well, well, thank you so very much for sharing with us. Okay, I have some more for another time. I don't want to take all the time uh, available. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) thank you for calling in. Thank you. Okay, Uh, Sharon, your mic is still open, so is yours, Jennifer. Um, Mm. wanted, Wanted to talk a little bit about you know, we, we, we touched on it, that, that recognizing that we carry a part of what at one time we would have called God inside of us, that we hold within us a part of creation. Um, I don't know about you, but that makes me feel very special. <laughs> I know somebody's there. I hear something. It's me. Um, can you mute my mic? My grandkids just walked up. Just mute my mic, and I'm listening from the Kindle. Sharon or Jennifer? Jennifer. Okay. Okay. I'm here. I'm still here with you. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so how do you feel about understanding or thinking? Or how do you how do you feel about the thought that you might carry a piece of the element of creation inside of you? Well, that's what I was saying earlier is once I um, realized that, that that was um, in ways it, it's very much empowering, but in other ways it's a little intimidating and I'm not really sure, uh, I mean, I want to open up to it, but how I can have a, a perception of how dynamic that could be and uh, you know, there's that little hesitancy about how how where do I go with it, and what happens next. It's it's exciting, but it um, it it's also daunting. I think. Well, yeah, I, I guess it is. Except except that is the true nature of yourself. I mean, you are creation manifesting this lifetime in a physical body. And and um, it, it, you don't have to take it anywhere, but but 
with this lifetime that you're now journeying through, living, living with, living through, however you want to put that, you have an opportunity to interact with other people and your reality, and you have a choice as to how you're going to do it. And you can do it with kindness and love and compassion, um, or you can be selfish and materialistic and gather a lot of tools that people will fight over after you die. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's up to you. You don't have to. I, I, I guess the, the most important thing to tell you, at least from my own perception, is it's not what, so much what you do, it's how you do it. And if you choose, and, and, and I, I think lots of times I've said, okay, you know, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why do I have all this kind of information? And what the hell do I do with it? And, and it's sort of, it's, it's, you don't have to write books and you don't have to get on the radio and you don't have to do documentaries. It's, it's how you live your life that truly defines the element of the spirituality that you carry within you. It's that simple. And, and, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, God, there's so much obligation. I have this in me and I have to do something with it. You have to honor it and express it in the best way you can. Sometimes it'll be keeping a journal. Sometimes it'll be doing a craft of some sort. Sometimes it'll be the wisdom that you share with those people that you know or how you teach a, ch- a child something it, 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 or how you care for your pets or, or your garden or you know, any number of things. It's, it's how you incorporate the creative spirit into your reality so that the spiritual element within you is able to manifest within the, the total reality. Um, it's, it's not that you're meant to conquer anything. You're not meant to stand on a soapbox, soapbox anyplace, although I feel like I've been standing on one today and last night. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's a, it's a very short soapbox. Um, but but it, it's, it's not a matter of, of doing something with it because it's important and if you don't say it, nobody else will. I am sure there are other people out there saying the same thing I'm saying. I just happen to have a really cool audience. Um, there are people out there that have been saying what I'm saying for generations. But in many cases, nobody was listening. People are finally listening to this philosophy. And, and that's the cool thing. That's, that's what means that, you know, I, I, I often use the, um, the analogy that, that, that as an individual, you feel you don't have the power to do anything with the greatness that you feel within. But the reality is, if you drop a very, very small pebble in a, in a pond, you know, there are little ripples, and then they get to be bigger and bigger and bigger, and then the ripples become swells, and the swells become waves, and the waves become tsunamis, and the tsunamis cover everything. So just that one little grain dropped in a receptacle place can change the world. True. And, and, you know, everybody has lots of little drops. Everybody. And, and it, it, if, if, you, if there is an act of kindness at least once every time in every day of your life, you have 
touched millions of people and you haven't even noticed it because every time you do something kind for someone else, they do something kind and they do something kind. And it's like that wonderful um, commercial for, I think it was Clairol, and they told two people and so on and so on and so on. Groups like this are, are probably occurring all over the place. I just haven't found any. And, and after complaining way too many times about the fact that there was no place to talk spiritual concepts, um, you know, and, and I complained for years, so you can see how slow I am at picking up on things after a while. Um, it occurred to me, whoa, dummy, start one yourself, you know. Put out, put out and see if anybody's interested in the spiritual development circle. And if nobody answers, then you are on your own. But I was overwhelmed. <laughs> and, and, and it was suddenly, holy crap, what am I going to say to these people? Because they all... Are, are spiritually oriented, but but all of us are spiritually oriented, but that doesn't mean that we're actually manifesting the spirituality within our lives. And and certainly, up until the last possibly decade of my of this lifetime, I really haven't been. You know, I've been gathering the information, I've been understanding the philosophy, but but putting it into play um, only here and there, only occasionally. And it hasn't been until the last five years that that I am very conscious with almost every situation I come up to that how I react and touch other people impresses them tremendously. It, it leaves an impression of goodness, of kindness, of love, of laughter and light. And that's my obligation. My obligation is to... to, to spread as much of that around as I can. And um, that's why when I originally started to try to figure out how to do this, the, the, the development circles, I was going to put um, a chat room up on my website, but it didn't work out. And then I got you know very depressed and thought, well, the universe doesn't want me to do that. And then I thought, no, the universe doesn't want me to do it that way. So what if I expanded blog talk and just put a call out and see if anybody answers the call and over 50 people did and to me that was an amazing um return on on you know the the investment so it it was kind of like the universe said okay this is a good place to start and and frankly you know this is you know this is a good venue this is a good platform and so long as the, the rest of you, you know, share here and there so that I'm not, you know, speaking into a void or, you know, I don't have to go get a mirror so I can look at myself to think I'm talking to someone, it'll work. Yeah. Well, and I kind I, my process, I haven't been at this near as long as you have. I mean, I, uh, way back when, I think it, uh, mine really started with Edgar Casey and, um, uh, when I found that, you know, I was just, wow, I was overwhelmed, first of all, with all the information that uh, he had downloaded. But mm-hmm. it started me, um, I used to be really angry and rage a lot, and um, and it finally dawned on me that was really kind of stupid. And um, because I was hurting myself, I mean, I was always whew, not in a happy place. And... Uh, Anymore, I mean, that's where I strive to be now is my ha- happy place. And I-, I set my intention every morning to be happy no matter what happens. And um, uh-huh. the the process, part of the process, too, is um, 
when other people uh, come in to my area that aren't happy, uh, how to deal with that? You know, how 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 to stay disconnected from them, stay connected with my own happiness, and then to, uh, still be able to, you know, uh, live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're well. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can relate to that. I, I, I find that when, when I have to counsel people, when people are, are, you know, it, it, most especially with the loss of a lo- loss of a loved one, you know, I get a lot of those calls, and, and you know, I can certainly relate to, you know, mother, father, spouse, um, and and I can, I can, you know, talk to them compassionately about what's going on and, and their hurt and everything. And, and I find that with every conversation, when I can get them to laugh, I know that they're, they're going to be okay, that there is healing that is taking place, that, is, yes. that, that, that they, are, they are able to touch that place within themselves that, that allows laughter to happen even at a time of, of, of 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 terrible hurt that and, and it's not a comedy act you know I don't make fun or anything like that but but when I can get them to chuckle when I can get them to to laugh just a little bit I know that 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 they've that there is a channel there for love to come in and heal that there is a channel that they can reach to and and that's where that's where the joy comes in that's where the understanding comes in that's where you know, yes, a loved one is gone, but they're in a better place. They're with they're with people that love them. They're they don't hurt anymore. They're content. Most most of the time, the tears are because there's a there's a there's a gaping hole in our lives. And um, what do we fill it with? And well, and people most, will fill it with all kinds of different things. That's for sure. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> some appropriate, some not so, but but um, the, the the element of of joy, you know, ha- joy has compassion, joy has understanding. Um, it's it's not you know a comedy hour, but but it is it, it's joy. And I think I I think when you said happy, I heard joy, because mm-hmm. being joyful about life and being joyful about the moment and understanding that 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 again how you perceive it. Is how it becomes. So if if you are perceiving joy and and happiness and and stuff like that, no matter what comes your way, then then you have an opportunity to address whatever issues or roadblocks are there in in a more in a more caring, loving manner. And some and I have found that that no matter what no matter what the hurdles are, if if they are approached with with joy. And love, no matter how hard they are, whether it is I haven't worked in five years and I need a job, and you know, cool. What have you learned? You know, how have you grown? What are the passions that you've been playing with that you're able to now use and express? And and you know, now you have time to change careers. This is a very cool thing. Um, so that so that you know, it's it's like when you're looking at that at the fact that you know, okay, you're looking for a job, you haven't had one for a long time. What have you learned? How have you grown? Where are we going with this? This is exciting. Let's be happy about it. Let's not be panicked about it because fear and panic slow you down. And, oh, yeah. And, and it's, 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 again, perception. 
And it, perception is a word, and it means how you're looking at things. And, you know, I know that there are people going through things that say, well, she doesn't understand that this is miserable and this is that. And, and if you talk it, that's what it becomes. Exactly. If you put that kind of energy on it, it is going to just keep keep you in a spiral of unhappiness. Uh, um, it, we all have challenges. And the thing is, like, what they say is how you deal with it. Um, uh-huh. And... and I know I've there's, I've had some stuff happen to me that um, e- emotionally it's taken me a while to get over it and to really see that uh, like I was on the outside I mean I got hit by the energy but it wasn't really my energy it wasn't mm-hmm. me it was somebody else's stuff but it took me a long time to let go of that and realize that it wasn't mine and to move on. And um, so that's that's one of my things right now is uh, releasing all the all, all the energies, giving it all back. Anybody who's sent me their energy, I'm sending it back to them. I'm taking mine back from wherever it is, <laughs> and uh, and and moving on. Absolutely, it's, it's, and it's taken me a long time to get to that point, though. Um, well, it, it does, and, and even once you reach that point, sometimes you fall off the train and you get back on. Um, it's, it's realizing that we have total control of our lives. We truly do. Lots of times when people lose a relationship or lose a job, it, it merely means that, that you've outgrown that particular aspect of life and it's time to move into another one. And, and there should be excitement, but thank God, I outgrew that. Now I have time for something bigger. Let's make it better. And, and, and then, then it's sort of like, well, what's coming next? And, and, and the answer is something bigger and something better. So let's make ready for it. You know, what, whatever you need to do to make ready to have even more wonderful stuff coming into your life, then that's what you do. And spirituality the aspect of spirituality has to do with, with, with all of that. Okay, this happened. I outgrew it. That means that's great. Let's take a look at what are the, the talents and skills that now I can apply to whatever comes my way. And that makes it greater and that makes it richer and that makes it you know, far more phenomenal. And so it's, it's, what we're doing is, is, I'm hopeful, is changing our thought process, reprogramming a mind that has been conditioned by mundane little thinkers and reprogramming it to expand for a greater spiritual awareness that is inside. Does that make sense? uh, Yeah, definitely. It's like um, we have taken on other people's beliefs uh, from the time we were young. I mean, even in the womb, we're getting other people's perceptions and belief systems uh, coming in. And and it is now the process to uh, examine those, let go of those that don't have anything to do with us, um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and really just to... Start looking at okay, where did that come from? Does that have any valid validity mm-hmm. uh, in my life right now? It may have at one time, but um, now it may not. And that well, yeah. also 
that also, once you start releasing those, that gives you a whole different space within yourself, too, that area to explore. Well, you know, understand when, when we're born, we have a totally evolved spirit within us um, who cannot communicate because it can't make the muscles move and it can't, you know, so, so it's a little frustrated. That, by the way, is the reason a lot of babies cry, not because they're wet or hungry, but because they're frustrated that they can't tell you how stupid you are talking baby talk to them. But, but I digress. So, so they've got a brain that is going to learn in the first five years of its life 80% of what it's ever going to use in lifetime. And what, what happens is parents, teachers, um, culture, environment, uh, heritage, all of those aspects begin to program the brain before we have a chance to program it ourselves. So, so the reality is, first of all, our first job here is to um, reprogram ourselves. And, and, you know, religion is in there, too. Religion has programmed us into a certain belief system that, that for a spiritual philosophy is very limited. And I'm not saying discard religion because lots of people really need it. But, but I am saying expand it, allow it to expand, or, or allow something else to grow um, right next to it that enhances it. Uh, but, but we have all of these concepts that people have told us that, that we had to live by. And the reality is, no, we don't. Some of those concepts have been handed down father to son, mother to daughter for generations. And they're not, they don't serve the time in which they are being utilized. They haven't evolved. They are the same concepts and, and perceptions that have been around for 100, 200, 300 years. And they don't serve the time any longer. And, and a spiritually oriented person is in conflict when it comes to deprogramming themselves and reprogramming themselves to expand into the new awareness that is going on inside of them. It's a scary thing. But, but you know, this doesn't work, so I'm going to let go of it. And, you know, will I be damned to hell? Well, if you're a spiritual person, you understand there is no hell. That's a biblical concept. So damning you to hell, a place that doesn't exist, is not really the end of the world. Um, the fact that, that we are traveling through time. We are not, this is not a one-stop deal. We are going lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. We are gathering information. We are growing. We are expanding. We are becoming wiser. And when next we come into this, uh, this, this plane, um, we will be even wiser still and still have to be frustrated for a couple of years until we get control of what's going on. But indigo children are being born with this awareness already. So the human spirit is getting smarter, and and is yeah, coming well, into and and it, and is get is coming into an evolution with that awareness already. So so it's helping. I think we're you know a lot of us are caught on the in between. You know we don't we don't we have we have to deprogram and reprogram. Indigo children don't have to. They've got it all there already, and and it is. And it's amazing to speak to some of these indigos. I mean, they have a few things to learn. Don't get me wrong, but um, oh, sure. but they they have a lot of the programming already there, and we have to work on it. We have to 
deprogram and reprogram. And it, it, it's, it's something that's very important in, other, in order for our spiritual awareness. And, and to suddenly have to look at a concept that we've been brought up believing was carved in stone and understanding that it doesn't work anymore and letting go of it is not an easy thing to do. It takes time. It takes questions. It takes questioning. And lots of times we're afraid to question because we're afraid people will think that we're, we're crazy. And um, it, it's, I, I think a lot of things, even science, has to be questioned because a lot of the things science is coming up oh, with yeah. just don't work. I mean, they just don't work. I mean, look, look at Albert Einstein. Everybody thought he was the poster boy for everything. And, and very few, if any, of his theories have ever been proven. Yet, yet we all think he was... Right, they're all theories. Yeah, that's exactly that. And the theory is a, is, is, is a fact that has not been proven. So it's not a fact. So, um, you know, right. and, and, and because we were told that he was brilliant and everything, we believe it. But you know, he was probably just like the rest of us. And, and a little scared oh, yeah, of well, the attention yeah. he got. So, so it's, it, it's sort of like we've all been told a lot of things that don't hold water. It's, it, it's appropriate right. to question. If, if you guys don't throw questions at me, I can't, I, I can't figure out if what I'm saying is, is appropriate for that moment in time. If you don't question, if, if you don't question something, if it doesn't stand up to questioning, then it doesn't hold water, then it isn't worth talking about. Then it, then it, then it well, doesn't you know, hold water. Yeah, the idea of questioning, though, um, as you know, in this country, there, uh, and as a teacher, uh, you probably have experiences where they don't really want you to question them. Um, <laughs> no. A lot of people, uh, uh, you know, they're, uh, they, because maybe they don't have the answer. Um, maybe they've bought into whatever it is, hook, line, and sinker, too, without doing any questioning. Uh, uh-huh. So they sometimes they come off as looking like experts when they don't know either. So um, it, it is important to keep asking questions. And those people that um, that uh, embrace being asked questions are... Um, you know, I, I think those are the people that really are at least willing to explore that with you, too. They may not have Absolutely. all the answers, but at least they're willing to explore it. Oh, yeah, that's what I said at the very beginning. I don't have all the answers, but I have opinions on everything. Um, two of the places that you can't, that, that, that it is, um, it's humorous to watch that, that absolutely do not invite questions. <laughs> Our politics and religion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, religion especially, it, it is written and therefore it is so. Why? Um, that's not true. I can write something that is totally bogus and it is written, but it is not true. Uh, so, yeah. so challenging, challenging is good. It, 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 it either tells you the strength of a concept or the weakness of it. And, and if something doesn't stand up to the reasoning, 
then then it's fabulous that you questioned it and found that it was not worthy of your acceptance. That's a good thing. But but in our lifetime, how many things have we accepted just because a parent said so or a teacher said so or a minister said so? How many of oh, those exactly. things have we, we We take them at face value. Yes, this is true because so-and-so said so. Prove it to me. Well, I can't, but it's true. Um, it's like it's like the glaciers. There's no real proof that they happened, but but it's taught in school. Um, it, it, I mean, our schools are teaching things that that, that hold no water. That the, our, our our teachers are teaching aspects and concepts of history that are not true, and they're not changing them because the books are printed and this is what goes out. I mean, we we live in a society exactly. that is stuck, and and it's important for some of us to to raise our voices. Will we make a difference? Maybe. Will we will we plant a seed of doubt? Yes. Every time you question someone, you plant a seed of doubt. Now it may take a hundred million seeds, but sooner or later that doubt will will turn to question within that person, and they will they will step back and take another look at what is being said. Um, I, 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 you know, it, it, it's and as just you said, because, what, go ahead. What, what's the word truth? What's the word truth? Um, now, I, now, from what I understand, there's different forms of truth. Like, we all have our own individual truth. There's mm-hmm. individual truth. I mean, uh, universal truth, the a priority kind of truth. So, depending on what level of truth that we're even dealing with. I mean, some people may not even be in touch with their own truth. And uh, oh, yeah. and then if someone comes up with their perception of truth uh, coming forth, it may, you know, really clash with whatever our own truth is. So that that's another area of exploration that's kind of interesting, too. Well, if, if your truth and my truth clash then then it's 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 a cool thing because it it means that um we both have to grow because there's always common ground eventually and and you know i have i i have um i have come i i believe in reincarnation um i i have no proof for it but i believe in it and i have had people tell me this is my last incarnation i'm not coming back i don't have to come back i'm all done and and you know at 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 that point um at, at first it was like how do i handle this and then it was it, it it was like i had a flash of brilliance that i was i would say to i say i would say to anyone who tells me they are done that they're absolutely right and they're absolutely wrong um they are right that they as a person as a personality will never come this way again however their spirit may have other choices. And, you know, uh, well, that personality, you know, and in some cases it's, it's, it's really a good thing that that personality doesn't come back. But the spirit within, <laughs> the spirit within is most probably going to come back on vacation with a different personality that, it, that will work with it, you know, uh, better. Um, I, it, it's, 
some people don't want to think they're going to come back because they 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 have taken personally everything that's happened to them um, without realizing that they asked for it. They asked for situations wherein they could grow in certain areas, and so you know some people get very ambitious and they ask for a lot, and and then they complain about it. Um, don't check all the boxes then before you come down. It's that easy. Uh, but but it, it's sort of like. I mean, I like I like it down here. I'm having a great time down here. I, you know, has life always been perfect? Hell no. But um, I I like the learning. I like the growing. I like the fact that I'm beginning to understand a lot more about you know what the spirit within is truly for, and and it's 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 really really important that that we we try to touch into that spirit. We try to work in tandem with that spirit. We try to manifest that spirit within our reality. And it's Perfect. not impossible. Um, do you think that um, we come through and like uh, have many different incarnations in, in the different zodiacal signs and um, go through all kinds of different personality kind of things as we move through our evolution? Yeah, um, but here's, here's where, here's where um, it becomes sticky. Um, 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 religion is man-made. The zodiac yeah. is, is man-made. Um, the, it, 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 there's so much that that we that we use that that you know is man-made to to explain concepts we don't believe. Religions are are definitely man-made. Um, so so or, or explain concepts we're trying to understand. Exactly. So um, I I do not believe that on the other side when we're coming in to reincarnate we say oh I'm going to be a Leo that time. Because I don't believe that 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 aspect has anything to do with spiritual evolution. We probably do go through all of the different signs and personalities and things like that. But but the spirit comes in it, it and 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 manifests literally uh, a form that that comes in as a baby and. Situations have sort of been set up so that 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 spirit in that avatar that 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 form will will grow and experience and learn. It doesn't have anything to do with astrological signs. It doesn't have anything to do with religion. It doesn't have anything to do with what country they're 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 from or what ethnic group they're a part of. It's the spirit, and it's growing and experiencing. And none of the mundane things that are in our reality have anything to do with our spiritual evolution. They're, they're inconsequential, even though in a mundane reality they're very important to us. In the development of the spirit, they don't matter at all. And, and it's, it's, it's hard for me to wrap myself around sometimes, too, that, that the spirit inside of me is is evolving on spiritual matters that uh, matters that have to do with with how I treat others with with how I am 
um, giving that loving nature out there to other people has nothing to do with who I contribute to, what religion I practice, or um, or chose to, choose to be affiliated with has nothing to do with any any of that. It's how am I walking the spiritual energy that is inside of me and growing, spiritually speaking, not 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 intellectually, and not and not according to any group of any sort, because the only group I'm a part of is the spiritual group. The only part that I am a fragment of is that, that, that etheric energy that created all of us. And, and the only thing that I'm really focused on, spiritually speaking, is rejoining with that one energy. So all of this, all of, all of you know, our homes and our cars and everything um, in, in, in the spiritual light doesn't mean anything. You know, how big our home is, what kind of car we drive, if we have a car, um, it, it, you know, how many, how many diamonds are in the last ring that we picked up. Not, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. And, and right. so, so, you know, astrology is fun. It's an intellectual thing. And intellectually, it's really cool to to sort of sit back and think, okay, intellectually, that explains this in your life. No, it doesn't. You know, you're fitting it into a picture. It's sort of like a lot of people, you know, find patterns and say, oh, that's a star map. Sure it is. I mean, you know, you can, you can sprinkle um, sand on a plate and say that's a star map. And if you twist it around enough, it will fit some of the stars that are in the sky, no doubt. But but it doesn't mean anything. And and so you know intellectually you know um, I'm a Pisces with 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 Aquarius rising in the Moon in Cancer, but that doesn't define me. That's that's labels. And I I wrote a post on my website about you know I'm not defined by labels. I'm defined by my actions. And you know you can hang all the labels you want on yourself as as far as you know mother wife teacher, um, counselor, healer, mystic, psychic, intuit, um, y- you know, all of those labels are just labels. They don't define you as a yeah. spiritual person. And, and it's your actions. It's, it's how you move forth through this dimension that, that says, yeah, it, it really worked this lifetime or it didn't. And I, I need to I need to improve next lifetime. I need to go back and do it again after I take a break and compare notes with everybody else up there. Um, it's it is a different way of looking at it all. And and I realize I'm throwing a lot at you guys. <laughs> well, hey, what, what do you think is? Um, so we keep coming back in our it, it, when we are at the at the point. Uh, physically here on Earth, and we are, say, at the last incarnation that we are here. Are we then um, walking the Earth like uh, Jeshua did, or like Buddha did, or or no? We so in we at that enlightened part is that our last time on Earth? Maybe? Oh, heck, heck no! I'm pretty sure Jesus has come back a number of times. He was a part of the whole. He did manifest in human form. I think he probably did come back a couple times. But, but 
understand that, that it's not that, that, that once we get to the place where the earth plane no longer has challenges for us, there are other planes to go to. That this is a very long journey. It does not mean, this is not the end of the trip. This is the beginning of the trip. This is, this is, you know, we're, we're, we're not at, we're at, we're at, you know, the beginning of the beginning because we have the awareness of just what maybe we're in store for. Um, we've all had lifetimes where we've been saints and we've all had lifetimes that we've been sinners many, many, many times because each of those experiences taught us something new and different that we could incorporate into the whole of our being. So that, so that, um, you know, Gandhi, I'm sure, has, has come back. I, I'm sure that Mother Teresa, once she has, you know, a, a real long rest, will be back. Um, just because you lead an extraordinarily saintly lifetime doesn't mean that you're done. It just means that that was your lifetime for a saint. And, and it means that, you know, you may be, you know, um, less saintly the next time. So that, so that, uh, at some point in evolution, there are no more lessons. But just because you've had an exceptionally, an exceptionally spiritual lifetime doesn't mean you're done. It just means that that was, you know, add that into the, the card file of saintly lifetimes. Um, but at some point in time, our spirit gets to the point where Earth no longer holds challenges to grow by. So that there will be another dimension that we move into where we will grow the same way and then another dimension and another dimension and another dimension and, and ultimately way, way, way down the line we, we will rejoin that wholeness but, but the earth is, is by no means the top of the ladder it's probably one of the bottom rungs and, and um, being Who faintly Who do you think the top of the ladder is? Um that's a good question. And, and speaking from a human consciousness unable to perceive that far ahead, it's tough to even um, guesstimate what it is. I, w- I would say that, uh, that every rung would be another dimension, would be another um, form of life, and that ultimately at the top of the ladder is, is a reuniting with, with the totality of creation um, but but at that moment in time, that energy probably will say, "I need to fragment again," and it's like, "Oh God, no!" And off we'll go again. I think I, I think it's the journey that, and what we're learning that is so important because we bring it back to uh, a shared consciousness. And and I do believe there is a spiritual shared consciousness out there, and I do believe that at this point in time we can touch into it. It's just a matter of being able to put our conscious mind, our rational mind, you know, to sleep, our ego asleep so that we can blend with that energy. And, and, and if and when we do that, we will find that, that the element of spirit guides is, not, is something that does not exist, that, that a spirit guide is really that spirit within you that you're talking to. That, that guardian angels really are not, they aren't out there. They're in, they're in there. And, and I keep right. saying you have to go in because that's where the magic is. That's where the understanding of creation is. That's where all of the holiness you're looking for is 
because you are in, you know, if you want to use Webster, you are a form of deity. Now, nobody's going to worship me or you or, or anybody in the chat room probably, but that's because we're all the same and we all have that same quality. It's, it's, it's sort of like we're all the same so that nobody's greater than anybody else. Nobody's wiser than anybody else. It's just that some, some people are able to touch into that inner wisdom a little bit better but that doesn't make them the smartest one on the block. It just means that the, they found the key to the door faster than somebody else did. Their personality allowed them to sort of blend in to that energetic flow of energy uh, ahead of others, but it doesn't mean that the others don't have it too. They just haven't found it yet. That's all. And, you know, it wasn't their time. Yeah, like, um, like, you know. like so many of Like you were saying, it's the same thing like you were saying earlier, uh, like you're able to um, connect in a totally different way than I am, and um, we, we all have our ways, and some of us are more in in the learning phases of getting in and direct contact with, with our own self, really, our own energy. Um, well, you know, and, yeah, but it's it, but it's nothing. It, it's it's not something that just some can do. It's something that no, everybody. No, I'm not say that. Yeah, yeah okay. everybody can do it, but uh, more people, like for instance, uh, you are at at a different place as far as how you can touch your energy than where I'm at. Like everybody is an individual, and um, and the yeah. way they touch their energy or even if they're even aware of their own energy, but how we use our own energy to um, bring ourselves more into divine alignment and uh, become uh, more in tune with the the real thing that we're trying to find, and that's who we are within ourselves. Right. And And that aligns with the divine. Yeah, I just want to. I, I just want to um, point something out. You're already aligned with the divine because you are the divine. Yeah, you understand I, yeah. that. You're not. You're not trying to align yourself with something that is out there. Something you're reaching for. It's something you already are. It's awakening. Yeah. Uh, awakening to the fact that you have it. You are it. And and I think that that's one of the the most exciting parts of this work in that that you know un- getting people to understand that they are the creation so that so that they're not looking for something to be to to become a part of be, because they already are what they're thinking they want to be a part of. Um, it, it's a it's a tough concept to grab. It really is. And and um, it does it does shift the way you focus on a lot of things in life, and it doesn't happen overnight. But but all of you guys are you know right there, and it's really cool to to you know walk into that particular um, understanding and go. Wait a minute. <laughs> so um, that's one of the reasons I am so delighted that that so many people signed up for this circle because. It means that that there is a hunger, a thirst out there for the information, and um, 
it's a really cool process, and it's very exciting because it, it re-explains a lot of things, and it shifts your focus, and, and it's part of reprogramming your mind. The, the more you talk about this, the more you understand the concept, the more you understand the concept, the more you start to think differently, and as you think differently, you reprogram. And as you reprogram, that sure. changes the perception of your reality and how you treat other people. So it's a wonderful process, and it's very exciting, and all you have to do is, is, is talk and share. And, and it's, an amazing, uh, it's, amazing, it's an amazing process. So, um, and, and, and as we go forward over the next weeks, um, I think next week we're going to talk about the, um, the um, oh, crap. Um, we're going to talk about the law. I don't want to talk about crap. No, no. We're going to talk about the law of attraction, what they didn't tell you. And the law of attraction is one of those cosmic laws. And and I am not going to talk relationship with other people at all. I am going to talk about the relationship with yourself. And I'm going to talk about how you use that law of attraction to increase your energy and tap into the spirit. So it's a cool thing. So and, And the one thing I'm going to say again to this group that I said last night, um... It isn't prayer and it isn't meditation that doesn't make you spiritual. It just makes you tranquil and floaty. It's uh, the pathway, the journey of, a, of a spirituality is, is one of manifestation and it's one of walking your talk. And that's what we're focused on. We're focused on making your talk better and then walking it. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> okay. I do thank you. I just noticed the time. I'm going to have to sign off here. But thank you so much for talking to me.